This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. On this edition of Inside Supercars, we hear from Thomas Randall and his engineer, Ray Lau. The way that he translates my feedback, um, you know, I guess that's, that's so important, the way that I describe what I'm feeling and for Ray to, to be able to understand how I feel it. The Triple Podium Special, here on Inside Supercars today. And it starts now. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we're joined by a, a very happy pair of chaps because uh, they came away from Salem Bend after a very not-so-glorious 2022 at that Bend Park. Uh, welcome on board to Tom Randall and his race engineer, Ray Lau. Welcome to the show, Ray. It was a fantastic weekend for you. Hi, Tony. Thanks for having us. It, it's terrific to have you guys here. It was a wonderful weekend for you, and Ray, I can only imagine it, it was a culmination of many years of uh, striving to get here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, not just, uh, you know, Thomas and I was. We've been there a couple of times in the past before this year, and yeah, this, the, the weekend really uh, sort of was all the previous years of experience were all building up to that to the result. Right, you told me that you've been with uh, Tickford for eight years. I'd like you to tell us how you got to motorsport and where you came from to get there, because you're another one of the uh, expat New Zealanders who uh, occupies our paddock. Right, tell us where did motorsport start in your life? Yeah, um, I guess motorsport. For me, I was born and raised in Wellington in uh, New Zealand, and uh, my old man was uh, quite into motorsport, and so that was part of our lives growing up, you know, watching it on TV and doing occasional track days and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I guess it was always an, an interest of mine, and uh, that sort of carried on right through until, you know, you're picking uh, what you're going to do with the rest of your life and what you're going to study. and. Uh, I chose to, to do uh, mechanical engineering, which was, in the back of my mind, there was an option there of, you know, possibly heading into motorsport, but it, it seems quite uh, distant at the time when I was still in high school. So, um, and sort of as I went through my university years and, you know, started getting involved in more motorsport-related things, I, it seemed to be coming, you know, possibly a, a reality to get into motorsport. And, um yeah, it all sort of worked out. I, I, I finished my studies in, in Christchurch and I was fortunate enough to to land this job with Pitford uh, back in the day as a uh, data engineer and moved over to Melbourne and, yeah, here I am. Motorsport involvement in New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I, I, I did a little bit of stuff, just, you know, the occasional sort of uh, go out to the local tracks to me, which was uh, Burlpuna and Christchurch and sort of see if anyone wanted to, uh, to give me a bit of work experience or, you know, that sort of thing, just hanging out. And, um, yeah, I got 
done it through Answerford and, you know, did a round or two of uh, Toyota Racing Series, uh, which is probably a, a, one of the higher level series in New Zealand and um, just trying to get experience really and, and uh, dip my toe in so if I watch uh, working in motorsport and, um, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing full, full time because I was uh, just studying and whatnot as a student. I've long believed that motorsport is much closer to the surface in New Zealand than it is in Australia. You know, everybody in New Zealand knows somebody who's involved in the sport. Um, it, it's just that extraordinary thing, and and which is one of the reasons why um, New Zealand bats way above its its uh, fighting weight, so to speak, because you know people achieve whether drivers, engineers, mechanics. They all get out age. So you came here to, to Melbourne to start your career in motorsport. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I I actually uh, did the whole job interview process and whatnot from uh, from Christchurch. I did it on it was Skype back then was the uh, was the, the platform and um, yeah we had the discussions and uh, yeah accepted accepted the the offer and booked some flights and yeah that was about it. I think. Uh, it was about the following week, I think, before I uh, landed in um, Australia. And Tom, you uh, and and Ray have formed a, a terrific twosome because uh, you're obviously uh, going well. And uh, after some, you know, some pretty tough rounds both last year and and this year, um, tell us what's what's Ray bring to you on the radio? It's uh, yeah, it's certainly a. A, uh, a very important relationship, that driver-engineer relationship. Um, and, you know, it's, it's tough for both of us because we, we both share the highs and we share the highs and lows together. And in most of what we know, there's certainly a lot more lows than highs. So the, the pain that I'm feeling out on the track or, you know, if something doesn't go right or whatever it is, Ray's pretty much feeling the same thing. So, and, and you know, same when we're, when we have a lot of elation, it's, uh, it's the same feeling. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like, there's a lot of that on the weekend, um, but you know these weekends don't always go like that. But um, you know, I guess Ray's very calculated, very calm. He's extremely intelligent. Um, so yeah, one thing that I guess just impresses me about Ray is, I mean, I guess he's never driven a race car before, but the way that he can sort of visualise how he how he thinks the car's handling, you know, when he's he's uh, trying to process maybe what changes he's going to do to a car, and, and I guess the way that he translates my feedback, um, you know, I guess that's that's so important, the way that I describe what I'm feeling and for Ray to, to be able to understand how I feel it, I think that's so important. So, you know, for example, I feel like I've got a bit of understeer at a certain part of the corner or struggling with a bit of the rear at another part for him to be able to understand, I guess, what I'm telling him hopefully I'm, I'm explaining in in the correct way but i guess for him to then go and understand that and go okay all right well you know i think these tools are, are what's going to help and and actually seeing him visualize you know how he thinks that's going to help the car and and you know being able to preempt conditions also you know that's pretty important and, and i mean there's so much to do as a race engineer i mean i've got the easy job i guess you could say especially in a race i'm just driving around Focusing on on my car when Ray's got you know another twenty four cars to look out for on the timing and trying to hit at the right time and you know whether it's an un, trying to do an undercut or an overcut or maintain position you know there's so many factors and and you know there's a lot of pressure on 
on Ray as well, you know, and there's a lot of pressure on myself and, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough sport. So everyone's up and down the pit lane are, are working so hard to, to be at the top. So, yeah, to get a result or to get the results that we did on the weekend, uh, yeah, fair to say that both Ray and I were, were pretty chuffed and, you know, I think it's only, was only, you know, um, going to come soon enough because there's so much hard work that, that goes into this behind the scenes as well. Indeed, Ray. Um, so he looks upon Tom looks upon you as the calming influence and the calculating man with there sitting there determining as to undercuts, overcuts, and you know how you're going to sort the car. Has he given you a ride in his Mustang yet? I don't think I've actually been with uh, Thomas on a on a hot lap. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good suggestion. I'll need to uh, I'll need to organise that for our next ride there. <laughs> I think that will be a pretty good thing to do because uh, quite obviously, you know, understanding it from not in the car, but then when you're able to feel the things that the car is doing that Thomas would talk about. And, you know, Thomas is obviously one of those very natural drivers. He's, a, you know, he's competed in a great number of categories and succeeded in them. And um, I just think that uh, it can be uh, that little bit of you know, something extra that you'll understand when he's saying it, what it does mid-corner sort of thing. He, he He's uh, racing for a couple of whole laps with me, but just not in a supercar. He's, he's been with me uh, in the back seat when I've uh, been going around the track with uh, with Rob Wilson over in the UK. So uh, whether, whether or not taking him a hot lap in a Ford Puma counts, <laughs> but um, normally on a, on a ride day, uh, all the engineers go home, but uh, maybe I'll have to stick around another day. And uh, yeah, I'd love to. Love to take him for a hot lap. So um, I, I wonder how he'll. I wonder how you'd uh, how you'd like it, Ray. I uh, would imagine that you'd be rather chuffed that back to uh, New Zealand next year and to a track. I assuming you wouldn't have been to Tarpo yet or Topo. No, I personally uh, haven't been there uh, for racing or or uh, um, you know as a spectator or anything. My uh, I remember growing up our. Um, our local track was Manfield, so, yeah, I haven't been to Topol yet. Thomas, of course, has competed on there. Got a couple of seconds and a fourth or third, I think, from memory, uh, Tom, uh, in TRS. Um, and can you give us some idea about, because these cars are going to be very different um, to what you drove there the last time you competed on, on Topol? For sure. I mean, the... The TRS cars, you know, they, they produce a, you know, a little bit of aero wash, but I think at, um, at Taupo or Torpo is, uh, it's quite a, a tricky track. Um, I think being having so many medium speed corners and, you know, the, the back straight leads onto like a fairly medium speed left hander. So looking at it in these cars, in the supercars, I think there's probably two main spots for overtaking. That's going to be turn one. And then that long hairpin onto the back straight, I would say that they're probably the two zones that, you, you know, you'll, you'll have some good racing. But, yeah, it's a pretty fantastic track. Um, you know, it's a fairly long track as well. So it's, it's pretty much right on that sort of distance that suits our cars. So, um, I mean, look, going back to New Zealand, fantastic as well. You know, all, all our, a lot of our supporters cars are sort of from Australia and New Zealand. You know, there's too many bloody Kiwis that drive <laughs> supercars and that drive bloody well as well. So, but, you know, and it's the same thing with our partners as well, you know, um, Castrol BP, you know, they, they've got, ma- obviously, massive brand presence in, in New Zealand as well. So, 
it's uh, it's fantastic to go back there. And and I mean, when we last raced in New Zealand last year, it was it was a sad sight to to not be going back, you know, to Pukekohe. So uh, to, to at least be going back to New Zealand and to another fantastic track. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a world class facility and. A lot of work's been done to it, and I really enjoyed my time there. And there's, there's so much to do away from the track as well. So hopefully the team send us there a couple of days early. That'd be nice. So or maybe stay, stay stay a couple of days after to to, to see the site. Indeed, Ray, I uh, was there lucky enough. Uh, well, not lucky because I took myself, but in A1 GP times, back to back. I think it would have been about oh six oh seven something like that. And it was wonderful to be there with a whole bunch of Euros. And not just Europeans, also there were obviously American and British and everything, every nationality was there in some way, shape or form. Um, and the respect that they had for the venue, because it was the first time since the days of the early 70s and late 60s well, when the Tasman series was running, that internationals were there en masse. And it was a fantastic feeling. And, uh, you know, much as uh, some people have sort of uh, cast doubt on the ability of a, uh, uh, a regional racetrack like Tarpo um, to hold an event, I, I have a strong suspicion it'll be an absolute dynamite event. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. I think, you know, the, the fans are keen for, it to, to, for us to come back and, you know, I think it, there's a general positive feeling from, from the paddock as well and uh, it's great to see that there's investment still in, in bringing these sorts of events to New Zealand and, and like we touched on earlier, you know, starting from the from the grassroots, I think that's a, a really uh, strong part of New Zealand uh, motorsports. So hopefully, we can uh, keep continuing, keep continuing to um, produce some some high quality uh, motorsport talent in New Zealand. And yeah, I think that's a big part of it. If we can discuss now the weekend at the Bend, what was it, Ray, cut like coming into the race meeting, knowing about twenty twenty two? And did you have a vibe that this was going to be a, a round that you could excel at again? Yeah, I think in the back of our in the back of our minds, you know, there was there was sort of a, a vibe that you know there, there could be something good there, but um, you know, we just come off the back of a pretty tough round at at, um, at Sydney, so you know, there's there's uh, there's mixed emotions there. We're pretty fast there in 2022, so. Um, yeah, I think I think there was there, there was something quiet there that that we were sort of building on, and you know we did some uh, we was do a bit of pre round work on the simulator, and we we um, yeah we were feeling pretty good about it. Well, I was I can't say Thomas, but yeah, I was feeling uh, somewhat good about it. And um, yeah, once once practice one rolled round, we were, we were pretty competitive. So yeah, that sort of um, did up the rest of the weekend. Thomas, what was your mindset? Going back to Tail and Bend, I think very similar to what Ray said. Uh, you know, we've, we've always been pretty fast there, and um, yeah, we, we had yeah we had a really good sim sim session uh, a few days prior to the event. Uh, we actually had Gary Jagerson there as well with our sim session, so that was really good. Um, but no, yeah, I've always loved the place. Um, I felt like yeah we um, hit the ground running really well to 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 be fastest straight away. I mean. It's, I feel like it really helps set up those weekends, especially those two-day formats when you can roll out of the truck fast. Uh, it just it just makes the weekend uh, run a bit smoother for everyone, you know, all the all the mechanics and the crew and and, and Ray as well. Um, but yeah, to roll out that sort of speed, and I think 
to be able to stick to the to the plan, which is a lot uh, easier said than done. Uh, knowing what we wanted to do, we sort of knew uh, where we thought the car balance was going to be, and uh, and what to how to tune for it, and that that sort of ended up playing out. And we knew going into qualifying on Saturday, we wanted to just use you know one set in, in each part because if you can have a green set for that last part. Uh, you're, you're normally in a pretty good position, and, and that's what happens. You know, we just sort of stuck to that plan. Um, yeah, I managed to get the lap together, which was good, and and obviously, you know, Ray tuned the tuned the car very well across the the day, and uh, and you know, we had a really clean race on Saturday. Um, obviously, put to bed what happened twelve months prior, but to have a race like that, and Ray and I always speak about it a lot. When you have those clean races. You normally get some pretty solid data, and it means that you can just already be focusing on your your quality car and your race car for the next day, rather than you know if you get damaged on that one or whatever, and you've got no read on the on the car, and and uh, you know you can sort of skip a few steps there in, in the wrong direction. So to lead into Sunday, knowing what we wanted to work on, um, which you know was only minor things, but. I guess it's always that case as well. As well, if you have a good Saturday, be able to replicated on Sunday because it's, we've seen so many times people who have fantastic Saturdays drop back in the field on Sunday. So to, to come out swinging and, you know, get our first pole position um, was a real credit to everyone. And, and uh, you know, there was so much elation in the, in the garage. The vibe was up uh, across the weekend. And, you know, when you get those good results, it's, it's just a real lift for everyone. And, I mean, as Ray said, as he touched on, we had a pretty torrid Sydney and, and it's a completely different feeling and, you know, everyone, you know, you feel pretty down and, and you think, okay, what can we do to, to, uh, to, to go better? Because you put so much effort in and, and you think, all right, you know, what, what can each of us improve on or, you know, and I think to, to have such a turnaround, it's so easy to, to not do that and actually stay, you know, down the back or, or not have, have turnarounds like that. So for everyone to lift and, and to have a weekend like that, it's um, you know, just I think it's a reward for all the hard work that goes in, and I feel like it's um, it's relief to know that all the effort that we all put in pays off, and I think that's that's where it's very satisfying, and uh, you know, perfect time leading to the enduros because there's going to be you know a lot of a lot of effort. The work doesn't stop now, and um. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Sandown. I think we were quite strong there last year. I know it's a different car, but yeah, we were, we were strong at Hale um, and Ben last year as well. So to come out and do what we did, I mean, it's it's not often you get um, one podium, let alone three in a weekend. So um, yeah, I think everyone was, was super pumped. And I think to, it was a nice feeling to having that team photo on a Sunday night, Gary and everyone together. And uh, like I said, everyone was, was, um, was feeling Pretty, pretty awesome. I wanted to touch on something, Ray, that Thomas just raised, and that was about the tyres. Over the course of the sprint races and throughout the year, you might have an up-and-down uh, qualifying or an up-and-down uh, race where you go, well, we're going to bank our tyres for the one where we've got the better qualifying. How much work and how much extra uh, manipulating does it take when you know you're going to be starting up the front all all day, all three days, and then managing the tyre bank in and around that? Yeah, like uh, I think for, for the bend, um, obviously there was only one qualifying on that, 
by the time we got around to race one. So I think everyone was on fairly similar uh, tyre quality and uh, we were obviously pretty happy to use some, some decent tyres in the race um, given the starting position. And then um, same deal on, on the Sunday, you know, you, you sort of try to put your best foot forward uh, in, both, in both qualifying in the race and, you know, that uh, extends to the tyres as well. And moving forward to Sandown, what's the preparation like and what's the thought process going into a Sandown 500? Yeah, so uh, Sandown is going to be, for us, a little bit different than last year with, with being in that Enduro format. So uh, a lot of our focus is, is going to be around the change of format from last year to this year and obviously that brings in the co-drivers and uh, there's you know somewhat unknowns with that length of distance of race with, with these new cars. So, um, yeah, there'll be a lot of prep around, around um, those sorts of things. And we've got a, we've got a test day coming up um, and we'll be getting some laps at Winton with uh, both Thomas and Gary. So, yeah, just similar sorts of things to, to every round, I guess, but we sort of just tailor the preparation um, just for the circuit specifics or, or uh, format specific things. Thank you very much, Ray and Thomas, for joining us on Inside Supercars. Uh, both Inside Supercars and myself wish you all the very best. I won't be, unfortunately, uh, at uh, Sandown. I'll be in Norway um, <laughs> and uh, just a holiday. Um, but I'll be watching from afar and I wish you all the very best, both to you, both you guys as well as Tickford. And uh, look forward to uh, catching up with you uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, and uh, may you enjoy uh, some, fast, some more podiums, Thomas and Ray, and uh, and the champagne that goes with it. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Tony. Uh, enjoy holiday. Enjoy Norway. Thank you. Norway, yes, indeed. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.